Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. Country artist and five-time Grammy nominee Thomas Rhett is my guest today. I got to chat with Thomas from his home in Nashville, Tennessee on my TV talk show about his sixth studio album called Where We Started. We talked about everything from the only room in the house that's actually his to becoming a dad for the fourth time. He has four beautiful girls and, of course, his great music, including his dream collaboration with Katy Perry. So here we go with country music superstar Thomas Rhett. (laughs) I'm so good. How are you today? Did anybody else call you a superstar in your household today? Or is it just me? <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, that's why I'm so glad that, that you're here. I, I needed some affirmation this morning. <laughs> there you go. You know, I feel like I just talked to you less than a year ago. I don't know where you were. You didn't tell me where you were. I have to, I have to recap this. You had orange curtains behind you. You had this hat on with ear flaps. <laughs> the, the curtains were askew. And I'm thinking, where the heck is he? Where were you? Or did you get new curtains? I think, well, these might have been the same curtains. The, the, the sun may have been hitting them differently. These are old faithful. These are my plaid curtains in my studio that have become very famous. So if you would like for me to cut you a piece off, I can send it to you. You can I, I you know, put that. it on a jacket or something like I that. I would love that. Okay. Are these, do these curtains behind you, they're a great backdrop. Yeah, it's probably the sun was really shining that day. <laughs> Were they, were they like, uh, did they come with where the studio or did you, did you pick those out? Because they, they really are a signature Thomas Rhett. They are. They are. No, <laughs> I, uh, I only got to design, I only got to design one room in my house and it's this little tiny, tiny room that I'm sitting in and I, and the walls are like navy blue. There's candles. There's a bunch of plaid, a piano, some guitars, some cowboy hats. It's very Western kind of feel, uh, that, yeah. that makes, I don't know, some, somehow makes my brain feel like it's time to write a song. So. Okay, well, that's good. It's kind of like your, your man cave. And the other thing I want to say before we start talking about this new album is well, last time I talked to you, you only had three kids. And then yeah. something happened, Thomas. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, something happened. Something happened. Yeah, we just we just welcomed Lily, Lily Carolina. Uh, she was Aww. born in November. She's almost five months old. And, and uh, it's been wild. Uh, four kids is not a joke. Not a joke. What, how, how old are the kids from, from uh, the oldest to, to Lily? Uh, six, four, two, and five months. Are they all girls? All girls. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so so what I'm going to say to you, Thomas, is you really need that room that you're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, yeah I've been in here since even before this interview happened, so I, this is my <laughs> solitude area. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's so good to talk to you again, and congratulations, because I think I saw your family in a People magazine, um, uh, kind of, was it People magazine or something that I saw? And it's a beautiful family that you have. So originally planned well, to record, so uh, though they're gorgeous, originally planned to record a completely different album. Tell us about where we started, came to be, how it started, what inspired you, take it yeah. away. Yeah, so I, I released a, a record called Country Again, Side A, literally this month, last year. Uh, And I thought that side B was coming next because after an A, there probably should be a B. And I was writing for side B. And, but I wrote that entire record during the pandemic. So I I had just zero context of what was happening. I I just knew that everybody else was in their house, just like me. Um, And then around early 2021, I got to play some shows and I realized that, you know, a lot of people had forgotten a few things about themselves, but they did not forget how to dance and they did not forget how to party. And those were things that I did not have on side B. And so I got back with my co-writers and I was like, I don't know why we're still writing because I feel like side B is finished, but I feel like we should just write a couple just to see what happens. 
And we wrote a couple and that couple turned into about 50 that all felt like a different project. And so like where we started is somewhat of the middle ground between side A and side B. And I just, I couldn't wait any longer. Uh, this record is uh, one of my favorites I've ever gotten to make. And I think people are going to really enjoy it. So, well, it's kind of like, you know, we've been locked down and we're now opening up again. And then I think it's also opened up people's creativity. And like you say, what the world is like. And, uh, and I'd say this to all artists, we have a greater appreciation of seeing you on stage. And I'm sure you do with people that come to, to your shows. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll never say that I took anything I did for granted, but I do right. think that when you are forced to not be able to do what you're on this earth to do for a year and a half, you go, I think a lot of people went through somewhat of an identity crisis. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like whether you yeah. sell real estate or you're a doctor or you do anything and you go, well, I can't do that right now. You go, well, who am I without that stuff? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so for me, mm-hmm. I was like, who am I without a guitar? And it was just a little bit of like re-prioritizing my life. And I go, okay, well, without a guitar, I'm a dad. I'm a friend, I'm a husband, I'm a brother. Um, and, and those things became, you know, top line of me in 2020. And I think it just re-sparked this new simplistic lifestyle, but also like really made me more creative and kind of more in tune with the things that I wanted to say in my music. So I think that happened for a, a ton of creatives in the world over 2020. Yeah. Did you just say that when you got together with your co-writers, you, like you you wrote like 50 new songs out of your five zero? Yeah, I write way too much. It's it's kind of a problem. Um, but I uh, I don't know how to I don't know how to turn it off. Like once it gets going, I can't stop it. Um, and so sometimes I'll write two and three times a day, and I'll bring songwriters on the road with me, and we'll write all the way up to the show, and then we'll play the show, and then we'll write afterwards. And the next thing you know, you got fifty songs that you're just kind of like, well, what what do we do with these? Because I love all of them. Now, how do we whittle yeah. them down? You know, into an album, and and uh, and hence why we're talking about where we started today. That's just kind of yeah. how it worked. So is there then a running theme with this sixth studio album then? Is it like, is there a theme of uh, an awakening, a happiness? Or would you say sometimes when you put an album together, like Adele, for example, she yeah. wants you to listen to it from start to finish because there is a yeah. there is a storyline. What about yours? Yeah, I would say there's a storyline, but at the same time, it's uh, from track one all the way to 15, it's it's a it's an emotional roller coaster. You know, and my, yeah. my, my goal for you when you listen to this uh, all the way down is just like, I want you to cry. I want you to laugh. I want you to dance. I want you to pour a glass of wine and 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 put your hands up to the right. You know, <laughs> I, I just want you to feel all the emotions that I've felt over the last couple of years. And that's been yeah. really happy, really down, really, really joyful, really, really grateful. Um, and I think all those things on this record are the theme. And it's just kind of like the emotions that we all have kind of gone through yeah. you know, over the past couple of years. And also really wanted to write songs for our live show, because if, if you've ever seen us live, it's a very, very energetic show. And so there's a lot of meat on this record, but there's also a lot of songs on there that I think are going to make you just ready to get outside and go to a concert. And that was I kind can't of the wait. I can't wait. Now, before we talk about the collaboration with Katy Perry, before I forget, because I don't want to forget, are there any Canadian dates? Uh, not this year, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry. But, in, but in, I'm so sorry. It is my it's my favorite place in the world to come to as well. But in 2023, it, it is our goal to, to hit it from okay. East Coast to West Coast. So we, we will be there. Well, it doesn't mean that I can't take a flight and go down to Nashville and see you play too. I mean, you know, there's you're, you're, well, yeah. you got a you got a you got a, a tour coming up. So anyway, let's talk about <laughs> collaborations and Katy Perry and how that came to be. Yeah, it, it honestly came out of left field, as with everything else on this album. Uh, it like now that I'm looking back at it, it's like this is what was supposed to happen, but. During the time, I was like, 
was like, I, got, I, I think this is finished. We've got a couple collaborations on here. And this yeah. one song where we started kind of spoke for the rest of the music. It was kind of like the centerpiece of a pie chart for me. Um, mm. And so I remember there was a, a girl named Allison Jones who works at my record label. And she was like, I think where we started needs a collaboration. And I asked her who she was thinking of. And she said, I want to send this song to Katy Perry and see what she thinks. And I was like, there's no way Katy Perry knows who I am. You know what I mean? So don't, don't feel bad if she doesn't respond because she probably has no idea. But anyway, like 24 hours later, she, she emailed back. She loved the song. Next thing you know, we're FaceTiming about what parts she's going to sing and she's going to cut her vocal in LA. I'm going to cut my vocal in Nashville. And then like about a month ago, we shot the music video for it together, which was the first time we ever met. And so it oh, all wow. was kind of wild until it all just kind of came into this perfect storm. And, and uh, I feel like that really rounded out the record with her on it. Yeah. See, see, that's magic to me. Cause you know, you, you, you haven't met her, you FaceTime, you actually record the song and, that is magic to me, and that's what uh, technology, if we've learned anything from this time, is that you can still create even long distance. I remember, do you remember a long time ago that when uh, they were doing the collaborations, a long time ago, because I'm much older than you are, they were criticizing people for, for maybe it was a Tony Bennett album or a Frank Sinatra album that they were collaborating, but they were doing over a phone line. Why couldn't they be in the studio together? Well, because the, you can do it now. Totally acceptable. When you're trying to get two artists that have such crazy schedules in the same room that also live oh, in different yeah. states, it literally is an act of God. And so <laughs> when she was like, okay, these two dates I have open, and I was like, I will make them available. And so she flew to Nashville. We got to hang for a couple of days, got to shoot a video, got to know each other pretty well, and and uh, already kind of planning when we're going to be able to sing this song out on the road together. So Okay. I, I, I'm feeling at some kind of uh, maybe a CMA Awards or something like that. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. It would be really be a, a full circle moment for me. I mean, I've been listening to Katie's music since I was, you know, middle school, high school. So to be able to do something like this with someone who, in my opinion, changed pop music, you know what I mean? Like came yeah. in and put her own Katy Perry stamp on the world uh, to, for us to be doing something together is really, really cool for me. What's your favorite Katy Perry song while we're on it? Roar. Roar yeah. is my jam. It's so good. It's so well done. So now we're going to talk about big music festivals coming up uh, and your Bring the Bar to You. Love the name of that. Kicks off in June. Let's talk about, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to dance, you're going to whatever. Um, uh, do you bring your family with you when you when you go on tour? Uh, we, we picked a couple weekends for that to happen. You know, yeah. um, our, our oldest daughter, is, her name is Willa Gray. She's six. She, she just started uh, kindergarten and... I don't think I, I kind of forgot that like kindergarten is like the first year that you can't really just skip school when you feel like it, you know. And so, you know, with, with right like this this whole year, we've been like, oh well, let's let's go skiing or let's go yeah. to the beach. And Lauren's yeah. like, honey, like Willa Gray has school, and I'm like, well, you just pull her out. And Lauren's like, no, you cannot do that in kindergarten. So, luckily, our tour is all through the summertime, and so we've already kind of planned some dates for the whole family to come out. But Willa Gray and Ada James, my four and six year old, I think are old enough at this point where they can just come out with dad and we can, we can do the weekend and have some, some good daddy daughter time together. So I'm, I'm pumped it. to get to spend some time with my family out there. I yeah. Do I understand that, uh, that your two eldest know the lyrics to some of your new songs on this new album? Did I hear that? They do. They do. We, so I take them to school every morning. Like that's just kind of our thing. And in the mornings to school, that's when I play them either my new demos or, Mixes or masters, I just got back from the new record, and they definitely have their favorites, and they definitely have ones they could care less about. But for sure, they have heard every song on the record, and uh, it's it's uh -huh. been pretty awesome to kind of let them give their input 
you know, as to what, what daddy should record on his albums. So I love it. I love it. It's a collaboration. So you're going to be performing a slow down summer just for us. And I want to talk to you. I love the title. Um, tell us about Thank the you. meaning behind this. That's, that's really, you know, makes sense to me. Tell everybody how you came up with that one. Yeah, I was on, I was on a songwriting retreat in Montana and, um, we were trying to come up with what we wanted to write. And I looked outside and noticed that the leaves were starting to change. And someone said, I wish summer would just slow down. And, um, you know, I, I love summertime, but I also love fall. But I, I tried to relate Thank it back too. to a, a past relationship. And it took me back to me and my wife in high school when, mm. you know, she got into a different college that I didn't get into. So I knew <sighs> that we were, when fall, when fall came, we were going to split split ways. And she's beautiful knowing that the moment she walks onto that campus, there's going to be a million people that want to date her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, there's no way this is going to last. And I, I wish that June could last for forever because yeah. we're, we're good right now. But once September hits, it's probably going to be over. And so I just kind of knew that a lot of people in the uh, world had experienced one of those summer relationships that you wish would never end. And that's kind of where that inspiration came oh from. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good – that is so true. And, you know, you married her, which tells us everything worked out okay. But you could have experienced a turkey yeah. drop. You know that that story, right? Yes. The turkey drop happens no. when what you're – what are you talking about? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, this is so interesting. Um, when you meet somebody in the summer and you go to different universities or colleges and then he or she yeah. comes home at Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, yeah. and then they go, Thomas, you know, it's been great, but you know, I'm, I'm going to move on. That's called the turkey yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that is exactly what happened to me. And, no, uh, and she no, did it. Didn't. She did it. She dated someone else all through college. I dated someone else all through college. And then okay. right when we both got out of school, we had both broken up with who we were with and got back together and got uh, engaged six months later. So oh, that's I, magic. Think, I think I needed to grow up quite a bit. I needed to, I needed yeah. to grow up for sure. Well, it's always so good when they said, do you want to talk to Thomas Rhett? And I go, you absolutely, I do. You are one of my favorite people to talk to. You're so great. And I, I just so enjoy our moments together. And this is the second interview I've done. So there'll be a third, I hope, maybe in person. I don't know. I hope so. Uh, it has to be in person. It has to be. I, we'll, we'll make a special trip just for it to be in person. So can you do me a favor and bring me just a little slice of those curtains? I just want a little piece yeah, I, of the Tom. <laughs> I've got you. I, I know you, you do. I promise you, I'll bring them with me. Okay, Thomas, thank you so much for the new music. And the new album is Where We Started. It's available now. Thank you for your time. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Hope to see you very soon. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.